This is the official Canberra Region Rugby League Podcast. He's going to go 100 metres and put him down on the post. What a day he's having now. Good afternoon and welcome back. To the rub of the green, the show that gives you everything about the Canberra Region Rugby League. I'm James Sully Sullivan. Back with me, Finn Williamson. You're back with me, mate. Oh, no. Well, okay. But you, had a, you had a week off and, and you're back. No, welcome back, mate. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but I, I, I lead into you, so that means I'm back. Yeah, yeah. But um, oh, you're back as well. So, mate, yeah, long weekend. Uh, rep footy, of course. A little bit of rep footy around for... The George Took Shield and the Group 16, so that's always good to see. Yeah, it's a good opportunity for those guys to get another another week of footy and obviously with no Canberra Raiders Cup or Katrina Fanning Shield last weekend, it was good to have a little bit of footy on um, down at Seaford Oval. So the, the Group 16 boys had a, a couple of good wins, um, winning both the, the under-18s and the and the open men's over over the George Took Shield, but they also had a, a tri-series in the league tag beforehand. We've always spoke about the talent within the, the George Took Shield league tag and a lot of those um, girls from out at the Harden Hawkettes who lead the competition out there, a lot of them were represented uh, in the George Shook Shield rep side and, and they came out on top in that as well. So, um, yeah, it was a good, good day of footy and, yeah, good good opportunity for they to, for them to play at a, at a rep level. So, Group 16 won the men's? Yes, yes. Group 16 18s? And the 18s, yeah. And the 18s. Yeah. And as you said, the George took one – so they played a tri-series. Yeah, with the league tag, yeah, so – yeah, good good opportunity for the for the three different competitions to all sort of verse each other, and yeah, the the George Shook Shield girls were pretty dominant in both their both their wins over both sides. So there was a few of those Group Sixteen boys who were in the Monaro side earlier in the year too. Yeah, I, well, I'm pretty sure a couple of the under they had the under 18s, a couple of the uh, the the Cootamundra and uh, in the in the under 19s played in the in the Took um, as well. So yeah, some strong talent out there as well. But it's it's good that they have that opportunity to play it. At that rep level as well, but uh, they, they can take a bit away from that and take it back to their their respected small town clubs in the Took Shield. And as they look to go into the the back half of the year, as we're obviously at the we about, about head into the halfway mark of the of the Canberra Raiders Cup and the George Took Shield. So around nine this weekend, and I know something you're looking forward to is a bit of uninterrupted footy for the next eight weeks. Yeah, yeah, I am Finn, and and I have spoken to you about it. And I, I think now, and I think clubs will be too, mate. Like as you say, round nine gone. We're into round 10 this week and we don't have a break till after round 15. So, And that buys on the 6th of August. So teams can really get their teeth into the season, can't they? And they, and they can have that buy, as I said, 6th of August and that'll lead them into the last three rounds of the competition. Well, different guests we've had on the podcast have spoke about, you know, some teams having a buy leading into a long weekend or a, a, a competition buy round like the, the long weekend we just had now. Teams that are coming off the back of, of their normal buy round, they can miss sometimes two weeks of footy, come back, play one game and then have another week off. It can be really disruptive. So teams will definitely be, be looking forward to, uh, you know, knuckling down and putting a few wins together and finding a bit of consistency as well. Obviously, match fitness is always an issue when you're, you're missing games. Uh, but some great news, which just broke today, uh, the day of the podcast on Wednesday, is the Raiders are uh, getting their successful licence for an NRLW team this next year. Yeah, that, well, that is great news. Um, and really great news for those ladies playing the Katrina Fanning Shield. Doesn't that give them a nice carrot? Oh, it's, it's perfect. It's a perfect opportunity. And obviously expanding the Katrina Fanning Shield competition this year, the Woden Rams getting their debutante team, the South Coast United side who have challenged a couple of the top sides mm. as well. There's a lot of talent from down in that Group 16, Group 16 region. So it's only going to you know continue to rise the, the Katrina Fanning Shield comp and a lot of these girls can now... 
aspire to play in RLW. If they, they, they may very well be lining up in the green next year. Oh, and especially out in the Riverina. We know how much of a breeding ground that is as well. And obviously, State of Origin, Women's State of Origin here next Friday night. And the Woden Valley Rams. And... The Queanbeyan Blues. Queanbeyan Blues. Yeah. Katrina Fanning Shield, Curtain Razor. How good is that going to oh, be? It's, it's unreal, yeah. When I found out that news, I couldn't wipe the smile off my face. It's a great... It's a great opportunity, obviously, first time a game like this of this calibre has come to Canberra. You know, Canberra most some most often gets sort of overlooked in terms of uh, a venue for not just sport but just um, events in general. And for something like the the women's state of origin, which always is always a great a great thing to watch, um, bringing it to Canberra just off the back of our NRLW uh, license being successful, it's it's a great great chance for particularly these girls of the Rams and Blues who sit in the top four uh, to battle it out at GIO. Next Friday night, yeah, it's going to be awesome. And the venue has been in the news of, of late as well, Finn. Yeah, a lot of people saying it's time to build a new one, mm. move on, mm. make well, that, it, and moving forward, this could be a, a little bit of a, a winner. Yeah, well, you're not wrong, and it's it's something that's been talked about for a number of years, but it seems to yeah be right up in the, the topic of conversation lately, and with us hosting things like Olympics in the future, and Canberra's, you know, as a capital city of Australia, we're only going to see more infrastructure building facilities and for teams like a Canberra Raiders NRLW side coming to Canberra, it's it's going to be, yeah, it's going to put a spanner in the works for for potential upgrades, which is always exciting. Well, uh, you need potential upgrades and that's the bottom line. Or you do miss out yeah. on, on, you know, big big events and uh, I just hope that people really get out there next Friday night and support that game, or both games, of yeah, course, uh, right. kicking off with the women's state of origin. And I like the standalone for the women. I, I really do. You hear the argument, some people say... Should it be players the curtain raiser the men's? No way, way, way. They deserve, you know, their time in the sun as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you make a great point. Oh, thank you. Ah. Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> well, big show today. Who's on it? Yeah, well, we've got Adam Taylor from the, the Queanbeyan Roos, the head coach. Um, I'm excited to chat to him. Um, he's a great fellow, Adam, and he always gives a good insight, and he'll be able to give a fair, fair opinion on where his side's at, obviously, starting the year quite a tough start and they've put a couple of wins together they challenged the top side last week or sorry a fortnight ago the mm. the West Belcon and Warriors uh, only losing by six points so they'll be able to take plenty away from that and and we'll also have a chat to Dylan Rorter one of your favourite men he so is he, one of my favourites you love calling his, his name and he's a great player uh, the centre for Golden City Bulldogs so we'll chat to him later on in the podcast and that's obviously previewing our match of the round this weekend at Sears Workwear Oval Saturday 3 o'clock two sides Fifth and six on the ladder, it's going to be a, an exciting one. Yeah, fifth and sixth, as you say, sitting on six and four points and just drifting away. It's a massive game again um, this weekend because, as we, as you say, we look at the ladder, West Belconnen on 13 points. Have they gone under the radar to you, Finn? I, I don't think we talk about them enough. No, I've, 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 I know. It's, it's probably something that I think they're probably low-key enjoying it, being a little bit flying under the radar. They mm. sit on top of the ladder. They haven't lost a game. Exactly. <laughs> We're about to reach the halfway mark of the season and they haven't lost a game. They've drawn that, they drew that one game with, with Tuggeranong. And, yeah, you, you, you make a good point again. <laughs> but uh, I think they, they, they'll, they'll enjoy that, I think. They're, they're a side that is flying under the radar. And, you know, it's, it's quite – you don't see it very often, a team that sits on top of the, on top of the ladder that – are being talked about, but it was something we came up with this week. Uh, obviously, we last week with myself and Rosie, we we recapped all the all the scores and the results from from round eight of the Canberra Raiders Cup and the and the George Took Shield as well. And I thought we'd do something a little bit different this week and a little bit of a half yearly prediction of what where we're at in the competition. <laughs> you got to tell me those things before we start. 
So we we're gonna get we we're gonna go through a our premiership favourite, our, our dark horse of the competition, and also probably a disappointment. Our, our the slim dusty, slim dusty, you call the biggest it. Yeah. disappointment yeah. in the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we do that, let's tell the listeners where we're at. Belcon on thirteen. Now, Woden sit in second on twelve. They've one extra game, haven't they? Yeah, that's played the one extra yeah. game. Tugging on on eleven. Queanbeyan Blues on ten, and then Galvin six, Ruse four, Sharks four. I've got a little. Little um, scoop out of the sharks a bit later on, Finn, to, to let you know. Uh, and then the Bulls on two and Yass on two. Yep. So, okay, who's your premiership favourite, mate, after me reading out that ladder? I would have said the Queanbeyan Blues. They're yeah. sitting in fourth. I know, I know. They had that tough start of the year, mate. They they came out of the block slow. Uh, they had a couple of injuries, had a couple of players in and out, and they've found some consistency. And the way that they've been able to score points, particularly – up against it, they've they've just they're just outstanding. Just um, especially when they're backed up in their own half, the way they're able to throw the ball around and led by their main man Campo Terry Campisi, he just he's, he's he's just too good, mate. He, the, the way he's still playing at, at the age he's at, and the, the he's guess, one bloke though. I know <laughs> he's just a he's just a talent, and I I think they've they've built a good roster and. Pending, you know, the back end of the year, I think this this moment in time they've looked the most dangerous team to me, and I think, yeah, they're they're going to be up there for the for the favourite for the premiership for sure. They call me splinters, so I, I do like the Blues as well. I tell you, the people from Tuggeranong aren't going to like us. We, I, I'm still the, the the Warriors, just still have to be thereabouts, don't they? Yeah, I, I feel a little bit disrespectful to them, to be honest. Oh, well, any, that's that's okay. Any of the Warriors fans, I've. I, yeah, okay. People listening, I you know I I do respect where they are on the ladder and the way they've been able to play all year, and particularly what I've mentioned in in previous episodes is the way they've been able to close games yet, and I think that's something that they should be held um, held to, and you know they sit on top of the ladder, so that, they'll be I'm sure they'll be loving this. <laughs> Talking about sides that close games out, they're, they're my dark horse. That's this this side, and I'm talking about the the boys from the the valley. Tuggeranong. No, Woden Rams. Woden. Oh, the other valley. Yeah, the other valley. Yeah. The start of the valley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've got, they're my dark horse, Waden. They yeah. just keep doing – and I'll tell you why, and I said it two weeks ago, I like their pack. Their pack give good momentum for their halves, and if they keep the, the same scenario with it, maybe two, two, maybe three halves there together, I think, uh, yeah, they're, they're my dark horse. Yeah, well, they're, they're another side that are, I don't think anyone expected to be sitting where they are on the ladder at the start of the year. Um, I'm sure they they were firm believers because they've they've performed well uh, most weeks, and they're a side that have yeah showed a lot of consistency. But I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Queanbeyan Ruse, the other Queanbeyan side is my dark horse. You're looking at, you're looking down at your, your piece of paper there with the ladder well, in six, front of you. I there's know. six points adrift of fourth place. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's the thing. Is only just because their coach is coming on, you don't have to say <laughs> this. <laughs> the top five uh, advance through the finals, and they they're, they're a side that they they the top yeah the top five they uh they they'll be aiming for this fifth spot, and I think they'll get up for this weekend against Goulburn, and they're a side who have, have struggled of recent, and I think the Ruse they build for the back half of the year, and we saw that last year the way they they started and the way they finished um, before the before the season was ended prematurely. But uh, they're a side that are going to yeah really challenge the the top five, and I think they can make a late push, and they'll be really really hitting their strides at the back end of the year. So they're my dark horse. I look forward to bringing this up in um, back end of August. We can have a look how close we came. Yeah, we'll have to have a recap for sure. And the Slim Dusty, the biggest disappointment, I think we'll probably both have the same team. The Sharks? No, I've gone Gungahlin Bulls. Mm, 
Yeah, well, they're, they're another side that have... High-flying last year, expected a lot this year, some good signings off-season and just things haven't clicked. Nah, I think that's what it is, yeah. Injuries, a lot yeah. of injuries. Well, yeah, that, I mean, it's, 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 a fair, it's a fair call uh, with injuries and, you know, if you've, you've had a couple of season, you know, off-season signings and a few of them haven't played, only played a couple of games, it's hard to get a rhythm, but every team has to deal with injuries and I think you, you probably hit the nail on the head there. They just haven't, haven't clicked and, you know... We're reaching the halfway point of the, the season now, and it's time to go. And yeah, on the ladder they'll be yeah, they'll be looking at that and thinking, "Geez, it's a, it's a long road to push for that fifth spot." But it is quite tight in that bottom bottom four or five, and they they can they've, they've got plenty of time to do it. But yeah, they're they at the same time they're you know they've got to start putting some wins together. I just thought the Sharks they've uh, you know they've, they had a couple of signings at the start of the year, a little bit of little bit of difficulty with um, a couple of things, and they just yeah just haven't been able to really string much consistency together, which was always going to be the, the issue. Uh, yeah, I think um, the Sharks have just, yeah, been a Well, I'm hearing a little rumour that they picked up two blokes from the Queensland Cup. Mm. Up north. Yeah, I did hear, Not it. The top. I did hear a little whisper. Not the top, but two players, and um, one played here last year. Yep. He's coming back, and another player that's from Wollongong, and he's, he's coming back with him. Well, but they were at a Q Cup t- a team, and they were playing Q Cup football. Yeah, so two pretty handy players. But we'll just let let the listeners have a think about <laughs> and have a look at the, the team sheets this week. Yeah, yeah. I believe Friday, they have been cleared Friday at three o'clock. Yeah, they'll be out. So uh, yeah, that may be something to look out for. But uh, maybe that might that may be what the Sharks need. But uh, we might le- we might leave it at that for the first segment, Sully. We're probably pushing a little bit of time. No, that's all right. No, <laughs> never, never. We can talk as much as we like. But after the break, we're going to go to Queenbean. We're going to talk to the head coach of the Queenbean Roos. And, of course, that man is Adam Taylor. <laughs> Welcome back to the Rub of the Green. And as we said, Finn, we're going to head out to the Queenbean Roos and we're going to talk to their um, coach, Adam Taylor. G'day, Adam. How are you, mate? Yeah, good fellas. Uh, good to have you on the podcast, Adam. Finally, mate. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's been a you know it was a difficult start of the year for your boys, and you know you now strung a couple of wins together. You you, you put up a good fight against the uh, the the, the te- top of the premiership uh, ladder, the West Westies last week. Um, what's sort of been the change of focus, mate, at, at training? Um, getting people to training has been the big thing. Um, for a while now, we've been um, underdone. Uh, I think. Like I was saying before, I think we've had about you know three or four players out from the start of the year. Uh, looked like we were going to get them back, and then we just got a massive um, influx of injuries and a bit of COVID hit us. And mate, um, thank God for Troy and Reserve Grade because um, we've been using like in the last month of footy probably seven to seven to nine blokes out of Reserve Grade. So as a club, they've um, stood up, and and those blokes have been massive for us. Yeah, well, that is so important, the depth. and Well, not just depth, it was just club comradeship, isn't it? That's the big thing. Um, the, the win before, Adam, against the Gungahlin Bulls, and you could just see the relief on your players and obviously the, how despondent the Bulls were, but what a dramatic finish to a game of footy. Yeah, I think um, it's sort of uh, that, that last 10, 15 minutes was, was all over the place. We both had chances to win it, but uh, there was one there where we went down the – Short side and had a simple two-on-one and butchered it. And um, I thought that was our opportunity gone. But um, thank God we um, we got out of that one. 
Well, I think um, Lockie Ingram's probably still trying to find Finn for putting the Titanic <laughs> music to his try, wasn't he? Oh, mate, I reckon he shared that about 20 times, I think, on Facebook. <laughs> no, I knew he'd love it. I knew he'd love it. No, yeah. it was a, that was a hard-fought win, mate, and I think it was one that was probably quite important as well. It's going to be pivotal in the long run, obviously, your opposition, Gungarland, who was sitting on the, the same amount of points towards the bottom of the ladder, and that was a big one that probably would have boosted the confidence of a, a lot of boys in, in your side. You mentioned also, you know, having the likes of a lot of reserve grade players stepping up. It must must have been, uh, you know, good at the club to, to get that win together. Yeah, I think if we had lost that one, mate, there would have been a few um, boys kicking stones and training the next week would have been a bit ordinary, but uh, it sort of lifted them up a bit and um, it's definitely what we needed. I know how... You know, I know how the balls are feeling because we've, we've been there this season. But, um, yeah, that that was one that could have went either way. But we got that one and uh, we sort of went into Westie's understrength. But we went in there with a good attitude. And, um, you know, we always go in confident regardless of who we got playing. Um, we always expect a win. But <clears throat> um, that game as well against Westies, we had our opportunities and just played some uh, dumb footy at crucial times, unfortunately. Big one this week, mate, at home, and and that's the key playing at home. I, I think, in my opinion, especially with the weather like it is at the moment, it's 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 a tough ground to go to sometimes. Years oval, isn't it? And Goulburn, oh, mate. Yeah. yeah, Goulburn coming off four losses in a row. You know what you'll expect from them. Yeah, well, Goulburn, mate, of um, they got off off to a quick start. Um, they're pretty. Uh, Goulburn always gritty and tough. I grew up in Goulburn, and. Um, it was the last team I played for was Goulburn and um, know a lot of the boys back there and uh, they just work hard and, you know, they play with a bit of a chip on their shoulder, give it to the Canberra teams and, um, yeah, they're going to be there uh, hooking in ready to go and um, we're just going to have two two keen teams trying to get a win. Yeah, well, that's it, mate, and that's what makes it, I guess, so important for, for either side. Sully, you mentioned about, you know, Goulburn's, um, you know, consecutive losses in a row, and obviously mm. your side's slow start, but you did you did something similar last year, didn't you? Zip? We talk about it all the time, was, you know, the slow start your boys had last year, and then all of a sudden you just clicked and, and started putting putting sides away, scoring plenty of points. Is that something, you, obviously, you're keen to do again, but, you know, the difficulties with, with the attack as well, you know, scoring points? Mate, and you hit the nail on the head. We we are the worst at scoring points in the comp at the moment, and our defence is right up there, you know, where it shouldn't be as well. So um, we've worked hard on our defence. I think um, a lot of lot of our good footy last year came from our defence. We sort of turned it around and worked hard on that, and the attack sort of came yeah, came along. But um, in saying that, mate, we lost we've lost eight quality players that we had from last year as well. So. Uh, we don't have those guys to sort of pull us out of the out of the shit anymore. So we've um, we just got to knuckle down and do the stick to you know what we know works for us and be disciplined enough to do that for a whole game. Yeah, mate. Well, that's yeah. Yeah, that, you make a great point, and it's it's something that's it comes with time. But you you, you touched on your defence as well. But that's going to be something you'll you'll definitely need this weekend, as you said. You. You know Goulburn pretty well. You know a few of those blokes, and they'll be they'll be definitely up for it, and and they'll be looking to play a, a tough game of footy. Oh, 100 percent. And you know, I don't think anyone's going to um, be too shocked with with the game. I think it's going to be a gritty sort of. Uh, you know, I don't care how boring the game gets because you know I've never had a never. Uh, I enjoy a boring win better than a 
a flashy loss. So, you know, we just got to stick to it, and um, which is probably what we've uh, got away from at the start of the year. We just stopped doing what was working for us. We do it once or twice and not go back there. But, uh, you know, a few positional changes and uh, blokes coming up. I think Reese Elton gives us a lot at um, dummy half. He's came up from reserve grade and he's always been a player that had wraps on him and he's um, really sort of, he's probably the smartest player in the club. And my man Baxter, he'll be there. My <coughs> man, I like him. Big, oh. big red. Big red, he was yeah, good. Your, you're his favourite commentator too, Sully. <laughs> oh, he's, my, he's number one for the ruse for me. But now all jokes aside, Adam, you, you, and Finn, I, I really think just hearing Adam now, he just liked the same 17 on the park two weeks in a row at the moment. <coughs> Oh, that'd be something. That'd, that'd be unbelievable. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's sort of the, uh, I, you know, I think a lot of sides are going to struggle to get there. You know, when injuries hit, it's going to rattle a few sides. And um, we've been hit hard. And like I said, the COVID hit us hard at the start. But um, it is what it is. We've just got to, you, you know, the effort has to pick up a train and you, you play how you train. And uh, at the beginning, we probably training not how we should have been and uh, we've got back to the basics now and just got to grind away now. Yeah, well, that's the that's the irony of it, isn't it? It'll, it'll give your team plenty of character knowing that you can get through hardships like these with injuries and, and COVID and whatnot. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see you down there on, on Saturday, Arvo, Adam, and and best of luck for, for Saturday's game against Goulburn. A must, a must win. <laughs> yeah, it is a must yeah, win. Yeah, it is a must win. <clears throat> the, the big thing for me, Adam, and I just said to Finn early, and I'll, I'll get you a point, you're an experienced coach, we now get some footy, don't we, until round 15. You know, we don't have a break now till the 6th of August. Teams can really get their teeth into the rest of this season. Yeah, the stop-start stuff's uh, no good unless you're, uh, you know, <clears throat> you, you need it. And we, we sort of need to keep playing at the start of the year. The, the breaks weren't helping us. But, yeah, you're dead right. It's, I think you're going to, even though it's early in the season, you're going to see a little bit of desperation creeping in now, you know, with the table how it is. The bottom side, you can't just sort of... Uh, die wondering you're going to have to have a, have a bit of a crack. Now, before we let you go, we had a little questionnaire ourselves earlier, and Finn, his premiership favourite was the Blues. Have you got a premiership favourite, Adam, or you don't want to get involved? <laughs> Mate, I, I still think we can win every game we play in, so... Well. Um, yeah, uh, I think the, the side at the moment, you know, I think the Blues are outright favourites at the moment for, me, for mine, but yeah. um, target on... Tugging on a tough side too, so um, just have to see how she pans out, mate. And his dark horse was the Queanbeyan Ruse. So, mate, on that note, good luck this week. Let's hope Finn can get your season rolling. <laughs> good on you, Finn. Pleasure, mate. Thanks, Adam. Thanks see for you, mate. on, mate. Welcome back to the Rub of the Green, and we're going to head to Goulburn, Finn, and we're going to chat to the centre three-quarter slash winger, representative winger in Dylan Rota. How are you, Dylan? I'm good, thanks. Great How are that, you? Yeah, very well, mate. Great that you've come on board. Really looking forward to the chat, but I'm going to go straight to the guts and say, how good was it? Country beating City, Leichhardt Oval, three tries, mate. Outstanding. Oh, thank you. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Um, over the moon, you know, kind of, yeah, it was just a buzz. Really a good week of in camp and having camp over there. As a coach, was really good. Really um, made it a little bit easier for us, us Monaro boys, just to um, slot straight in and already having a coach that we've we've uh, had uh, dealt dealt with in the last couple of years with the open men's team. Mm. 
Yeah, so right. yeah, no, it was it was good and always be always good to beat them city boys. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was going to say. You know, we, it, was, it was only uh, a year ago. You know, city got a, a big win over country, and we thought, oh, is this you know is this sort of yeah. exhibition game sort of dying a little bit? You know, is it is it becoming you know not too competitive? But then for country winning, it's it's massive for the you know for for all the country rugby league, but particularly for for you Monero boys, which were, there was a few of you picked. And obviously, you touched on yeah. camp coaching. It must have been a an, a really enjoyable week in camp with you know your your boys, but also a, a few others that you would have um, you wouldn't have met before as well. Yeah, no, it was um, it was some you know really talented boys from around the um, countryside, and uh, um, yeah, it was a really really good camp. Good to meet boys from uh, you know from right up right up the border to. Um, you know, Illawarra, you know, we play against them, every, like, play against them every year and it's just good to see a different side of them and and meet them as, um, yeah, teammates. It's, yeah, it's, it's always different. Absolutely. Well, now it's back to business. It's back to club land and obviously four losses in a row for your Golden Bulldogs. Um, it's time now to get things back on the straight and narrow after a wonderful start of the competition. Yeah, that's right. We yeah, we need to get a get a win after these four losses. Um, you know, they've they've been the top top of the table clashes. Mm. You know, with the with four losses of the the four the top four. Yeah, good um, point. Yeah, so like it's yeah, we we don't want to take we don't want to use that as an excuse that the you know good teams we 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 believe that we can beat them four. Um, We've just been playing in a bit of um, patches and, and um, we really need to put an 80-minute performance in this weekend. Yeah, well, that, you make a great point about the you know the top four, but mm. yeah, as you said, another great point about the no excuses as well. And I thought you'd been very competitive in, in all those matches, all four of those, you know, just getting pipped by a try or two. Um, but you said, yeah, an 80-minute performance is, is the focus uh, this weekend. But, you know, you, you can t- you, there are a few positives to take away from those matches as well, you said. Yeah, yeah, it's um, you know, like we have we have a young, a uh, few young boys coming through. Um, had a few injuries, you know, like so kind of positives out of that, like that we haven't had our full strength team. But then again, you know, like I said, there's there's never any excuses. Um, so yeah, if, um, we just gotta you know fix up with the errors, um, discipline, and um, and turn up with the right attitude um so yeah like that was our main focus last night at training was just to um have the right attitude at training even though it's cold and all that stuff so <laughs> just turn up get it done um and have yeah have the right attitude going into this weekend oh golden winters oh dear it is cold <laughs> it is yeah. cold and, and you talk about attitude but the big thing for me is probably just those lapses in defense and if you can nail them, yeah. uh, you've got no problem scoring points. It's just if you can yeah. nail those defences, defence lapses, that's that'll go bang. I think just to you blokes winning games of footy. Yeah, that's right. I, we don't have the biggest pack, and um, like some of the, some of the packs going around Canberra region regularly is pretty big, you know. So, um, but but we're you know young fit, so we just got to stay in it and don't don't hang our heads, you know. Like when we're when they're rolling through the middle. We just gotta get body in front, try and slow the ruck down as as best we can, and just yeah, don't don't hang our heads when things are getting tough. 
Yeah, well, you mentioned about your, the size of your pack, but I think something that's a highlight of your side is the, the, the mobility of your pack. You know, you've got a side that, led by your captain coach, Tyson Greenwood, who's a workhorse. He, he plays the, the full 80. He, he works blokes over, and that's something that you, you sort of need to use to your advantage and slow those rucks down. But, uh, the, you know, the, the pressure, pressure's on this weekend because the Roos are, you know, they're right on, your, right on your tail for that fifth spot on the ladder, and they'll be looking to, to be out firing. What are, you, what are you sort of looking forward to this weekend? Um, well, we'll just, uh, want to focus on ourselves, like, you know, fix up, fix up all our errors. Um, obviously, like I said, play 80 minute game and turn up the right attitude. Um, and just, just get around each other. Like we're, we're really excited for this weekend because, you know, we've had, we've had four losses on the shot, kind of got a little bit disheartening, but you know, we've got a good bunch of boys, um, that we have this year and, we just want to get around each other and, and just enjoy playing footy, enjoy hanging out outside of footy. And it just makes it easier to um, turn up on a day and get the job done when when you enjoy each other's company. Yeah, that's it, so, mate. And there's no better Yep, there's no yeah, better sorry. time, as you say, now. There's a, the buys have all gone. We've got a clean run now. We've got, a, what, five, six weeks of footy. So, And that's one thing I think the Golden Bulldogs will be really looking forward to. Mate, I look forward to yeah. see, we look forward to seeing you on Saturday. And I love calling Rota. <laughs> Let's hope I call that plenty of times. <laughs> Welcome back to the Rubber Degree. And to finish things up as we have a look at the Canberra region, Rugby League round nine matches in the Canberra Cup, Finn. Yeah. Fascinating round of footy. It is. Well, we're about to go back around for the second time. Teams will be versing each other for the second time next week. Um, but this weekend, um, yeah, so the last side to receive their bye, we mentioned earlier in the in the podcast uh, with the competition ladder, Woden playing that extra game in second spot. So they'll have their bye this weekend, which will wrap up the first round of games. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, these sides are... Are new to each other for this for this year still, and uh, the Bushies will play the Gungarland Bulls at home at Greenway Oval on Saturday afternoon, three o'clock. Um, Gungarland, who were quite competitive the other week against Woden with uh, the send off as well, they were down to twelve men for the majority of the second half there, which uh, put a put a limit on them. But they only lost by I believe eight or ten points in the end. Um, but they've got tough tasks this weekend. The Bushies back at home, and yeah, it's going to be a good game for the Bushies. I think just to get back into their um, yeah, back into their groove and kick off this uninterrupted part of the season off with a win. I, think. I saw that game at Woden, actually. Woden versus Gungala, you've just reminded me of that. And, yeah. Um, yeah, they got back into it. They, they were trying 12-0 after three. It was horrible conditions. <laughs> oh, gee whiz, it was tough. Yeah. It was windy, it was cold. And, uh, yeah, they, they did get back into the game. And as you say, it just made it a little bit harder. And the injury to Trey Holton-Williams as well didn't he, he did not help them at all. But, yeah, Bush Rangers at home. Big home crowd. They'll make plenty of noise. So, yeah, Bush Rangers for me. Yep. And yeah, match of the round, uh, Saturday afternoon, Queanbeyan Roos, Goulburn City Bulldogs at Sears Workwear down at Queanbeyan. I've been loving the Queanbeyan games lately, and I think they'll be, this will be, there'll be a bit of a turnout down there, I think. And Goulburn, it's a fair drive to, to Queanbeyan from Goulburn. And, uh, well, it's no different to driving to Goulburn when they come here. They're used no, to coming here. No, come they on. are. But, uh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm with the Roos. You're in the Roos. I know yeah. that. I'm yeah. going head to head. Yeah. I'm going to go to the Goulburn boys. Oh, yeah, well, we'll we'll both be down there for it. <laughs> it'll be. Uh, it, it should be a good spectacle. Well, I think I think the Roos they've they've found a little bit of groove lately. I know they had a loss just before the long weekend there, but they were versus the Westies who 
remain undefeated on the season. And they only lost by six. They put up a good fight. Chatting to the coach there, he said they've had a bit of an uneasy start to the year and I think they, they'll be looking for a bit of consistency and they can put a few wins together and it starts, it starts this weekend. They'll have to stop our guest, Dylan Rorter, in my opinion. Yeah. He's, he's a strong running back. You know, he is really a strong running Outside back. So, yeah, I, I might go Goulburn in a, in a close one. A yeah, shot I think for it'll you. Be, I think it'll be close. I think it'll be close. And you make a great point. I think a few of the Goulburn boys will be – they'll be disruptive to the to the Queanbeyan defence. I think they'll be – yeah, they've got a couple of really strong ball runners. You know, Tyson Greenwood, obviously, but Ron Leopold as well on the on the edge. He, Correct. He's a, he's a, he's a good, good damaging ball runner. So, yeah, the Roos will have to be up for it, but I think I think they can, they can get a win back at home. But – we go through to another Saturday afternoon game at, at Walker Park out at Yass. Uh, the, the Magpies host the Belconnen United Sharks. It's going to be a it's going to be a gritty game as well, I think, Sally. Yeah, Sharks for me. Um, I think they might start, as you say, they're, they're sitting on four as well, like mm. with the Roos. So yeah. yeah, they might just start to roll along. And as I say, a couple of inclusions I'm hearing uh, they they will play this weekend. Yeah. So I might go to Sharks. Yeah, well, Yass, I think it would. That, that would have had a, you know a difficult. I would I would hate to have been in the uh, in the room for the vi- uh, the video session after after the Blues defeat the other weekend. That was a that was a tough one, and ah. I think that it, they'll find it they'll find it difficult to you know really get back into some some confident footy. They've only had you know the the two wins on the year. Oh, sorry, the one win on the year. So um, it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult to come back. But I think I think I'll go the Sharks as well. But I think it could be close. And our last game of the weekend, which which could be. One of the best, and it's it's the West Belconnen Warriors, your your premiership favourites versus mine, uh, the Queanbeyan Blues out at Raiders Belconnen Sunday Arvo at three o'clock. Yeah, it's gonna be a great game. Yeah, I, well, it will be a great game. It's just it's a shame. Um, it's up against the the Raiders, isn't it? I, I think pretty similar. Yeah, so Sunday two o'clock, the Raiders. Are ah, that's right. Well, as so. soon as that finishes. Get out to West Belconnen or go to West Belconnen, watch the Raiders on TV. Yeah, that's probably the best. And yeah. then turn around the and watch house. this. This yeah. will be a beauty. Yeah, This no, is a, a real good Canberra Cup game, in my opinion, Finn. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah, I at home, can West Belconnen... I know you, you're tempted to tip against your, your premiership favourites there. I, I, was, I was tempted, but this yeah. is a game I want to see. This is, you know, we keep waiting, as I just said earlier. You know, West Belconnen, they're not getting enough raps. Nah. No, In my not. opinion, so this is, this is their biggest test this weekend. Well, to get raps, you got to earn raps, yeah. and you got to beat your premiership favourite in the Queanbeyan Blues, and yeah. probably most people's. So yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to go Westies at home. Yeah, well, this oh, I'm I'm going the Blues. Yeah, no, I think yeah the Westies. You said they have to they have to earn their earn their ride, and I think this weekend is if they, if they if they can if they can beat beat the Blues, um, I may I may well. Change my, my premiership favourite next week. Who no, knows? you can't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> cracking way to end the round, though, as you say. So looking forward to it. Big thank you to our guests from the Queanbeyan Roos, Adam Taylor, and, of course, Dylan Rorter from the Goulburn City Bulldogs. To you, Finn, as you said, big news out of NRL today. The NRL W Raiders franchise is up and about. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be great next year, and then it all starts now, and I think the KFS will will start to see in in the second half of their competition as well. Um, really up the ante because they'll be looking for that that milk jersey next year. Um, fingers crossed. So it's going to be yeah, it's, it's a great it's great great time to be in the Canberra Region Rugby League with a lot going on. And yeah, it's 
it's going to be an exciting back end of the year. So thanks, Sully. Thanks for having me. And Absolutely. No, well, thank you for inviting me back after I missed last week. And um, <laughs> we look forward to um, hosting next week's show, of course. But to everybody, enjoy your rugby league over the weekend. It starts with the juniors Friday night and then the juniors on Sunday, finishing with that cracking game, West Belconnen taking on the Queanbeyan Blues. Catch you all next week.